Hello and welcome to another episode of Starcrossed Opinions. I know I apologize so badly for being MIA. <laughs> I really, really swear I'm going to try and be better with this whole podcasting thing. Um, as you all know, I have started a new job. I had Romeo here and life has just been so hectic. So now I'm trying to get back into a routine and I'm going to try and podcast more. There's a few things that I want to talk about. I'm going to try and spread it out over a couple of podcasts um, so I don't just bombard you with something. And obviously we're going to get Terry back on here because I haven't done that either. And I've been really slack on the podcast side of things. But for all of you who are still hanging in there, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you so much. Right. So just a quick download on what's been happening with me, which actually kind of leads to both of my um both of my subjects today um as you know I started my new job and I'm loving it it's awesome um I think I'm most certainly weighing over my head there is a lot to it that I didn't realize I've never been in sales before so it's a lot to process but upwards and onwards it's going to be fine um and it's going good which I'm really happy about um now as for Romeo coming down I would like to talk about that deeper and in a different podcast. Um, Being that there's a few things I would like to cover more about what happened when he come down and what we spoke about. Um, So that is going to be in a different podcast and it might be better to have Terry in that one. (laughs) Um, Okay, so one crazy thing that happened to me yesterday actually um, bit of a backstory, okay? We're going to call this guy Vic. Um, he is from Victoria. So we are going to call this guy Vic, because obviously I don't name drop on purpose. <laughs> now, Vic was my ex-boyfriend's best friend. Um, we ended up getting along really well and we became really close, really good friends. Um, long story short, when I split with my ex, we were still talking, we were still really good friends. And there was a small possibility of us getting together and, you know, making a go of it. Um, I ended up dating somebody else and Vic ended up completely ghosting me, um, which I guess is understandable in that, in that case. It was when he ghosted me that I realized that I had really strong feelings for him. We have a lot in common. We're very, very similar in what we like and what we don't like. Um, You know, we're both the type of people that would sit at home and watch movies instead of going out to the pub, and we just got along really, really well. So it was a case of, you know, it was too too little, too late sort of thing. Um, And being me, I tried to contact him and, you know, try and figure out why he was ghosting me and didn't hear anything until last night. Um, last night I got a message saying, Hey, how are you? Um, mind you, he had blocked, previously blocked me on everything. Um, so that was interesting. Haven't heard anything from him since, but that brings me to my first topic of why do people ghost? If you don't know the term ghosting, it pretty much means like you just disappear. You don't give a reason. You don't communicate. You pretty much just go off the radar and leave people wondering what the fucking hell is going on. Um, <clears throat> so I'd like to cover that a bit more on why do people ghost? Um, personally, I think it is a 
dick move to ghost people. I don't give a fuck what the situation is, even if it's a really bad situation or it's embarrassing or it's something that you don't want to face. Ghosting is probably the worst possible thing you can fucking do. I mean, if you know you're going to hurt that person, so you're going to ghost them instead, I think you should just face the music and tell them instead of ghosting them. Because if anyone out there is like me, they're going to overthink things and they're probably going to come up with a completely different scenario than what the actual reason is. Um, But, I mean, ghosting... I understand why people do it. I mean... In my situation, I, again, I haven't gotten clarity on this, on, on this, but my, um, thoughts is, <coughs> sorry, my thoughts are that he liked me a hell of a lot more than I thought he did, um, and he was hurt and upset and probably a little bit pissed off, so he ghosted, um, which, you know, you can't really hate, hate on him for that, but, I mean, he has ghosted me since, ghosted me since probably January, maybe February. Um, actually, yeah, no, it'll be February. So that's a long time to ghost someone and then just pop up out of nowhere. Especially without reason and not messaging back. What are your thoughts on ghosting? Are you somebody that ghosts? Are you somebody who has been ghosted? What are your thoughts on it? I'd love to hear it. Um, now this whole Vic thing also led me, I mean, I was already thinking about it before because of the whole Romeo situation. Uh, me and Romeo are complete polar opposites. Um, and me and Vic are probably very, very, very similar. Now, please don't get me confused. I am very happy with Romeo. I don't plan on changing anything with him. I am head over heels with this guy, but you know, I'm only human. And I told everybody that's listening, which is now nearly 300 listeners. Oh my God. I'm so excited that I'm going to give you the blunt and honest truth. And I also told people who are listening that I know I'm not going to hold myself back because I know that they're listening. Um, and whoever's listening that I do know, they know me, they trust me, they know they can talk to me or ask me anything about my podcast, just like you guys can. But putting it out there that this isn't me doubting what I'm doing with Romeo. This isn't me doubting anything. It's just kind of brought up a topic of conversation, which I think a lot of people go through. So I think it's something that should be covered and should be spoken about. And that is the opposites attract. Um... You know, for instance, Romeo and I, I am a bookworm. I would rather stay at home than go out to the pub. I am quiet. I'm reserved. You know, I am happy to just settle down and do the housewifey stuff. I'm happy to do that. And Romeo, we actually had this conversation last night. He, as soon as the club's open, he wants to go and party and he wants to go and have fun. And he's loud and he's you know, boisterous and just the complete polar opposite of me, yet there is a huge attraction between the both of us. Um, so, you know, again, not questioning anything with Romeo, but I know a lot of people have been in this situation. Now, theoretically speaking, Vic comes back into the picture, begs me to try something with him, 
I mean, obviously I'm going to say no because I am trying to have something with Romeo. But this is my question. And I I have been in this situation before and I know people that have been in this situation and they have two choices. They have the choice of, you know, the person that is clear as day, very similar to you. Somebody that wants the same things you do, wants to go where you go. And then you've got the other person who, you, you know, you are so good with, but there are going to be a lot of bumps in the road. Now, this is what I did with Romeo when I first met Romeo. I chose my ex because there were less bumps in the road. Um, Romeo and I were just as opposite then as we are now. And I chose the safe option. So I won't be doing that again, but I thought it was a topic for discussion. Now, I did look into it a lot. um, And one thing that I did find was there are so many different opinions from literally psychologists scientists, councils, whatever. And there's so many different opinions. Literally half of them are saying that opposites don't attract. It's actually a myth. And then the other half are saying, yes, no, opposites definitely do attract. On the side of not attracting, you know, obviously we don't want to be, you know, we search for somebody with similar similar traits and similar things that we like. I remember reading years and years and years ago that you know, the reason people used to marry family years and years and years ago, like hundreds of years ago, was to keep the bloodline pure. And it is in our DNA to still do that. Not so much marry family, but to find someone with the same traits we do. Might be blonde hair, blue eyes, big build, small build. We are kind of already wired for that. Um, which I guess kind of makes sense. Like, we're wired to kind of keep the the family thing going, which I completely understand. Um, and then you're also... One thing I found which I really, really liked is that we are drawn by needs and desires that are unfulfilled in our own lives. That is one of the reasons opposites do attract. So if you are somebody who doesn't take risks and somebody who organizes everything and makes lists and whatever else. And then, you know, you might be unfulfilled. You might desire some excitement. You might desire some spontaneous trips or spontaneous things. And therefore you're attracted to somebody like that, which I guess makes a lot of sense. Um, And another thing I saw was that you need to think of it as being complementary instead of it being opposite. Because I like that. You know, yes, you are opposite. I still think that is a huge thing. Like, you are definitely opposite. But if it's something that's bothering you and it's something that you are struggling with being so opposite, maybe you need to think of it as being complementary. You complement each other. Yes, you're different, but where you lack something, they don't. And vice versa. So you complement each other, which I really, really, really like. Um, <clears throat> a huge thing in relationships in general is the chemistry. And chemistry refers to the undefinable, undefinable quality that is the basis of attraction. And you need chemistry for, for things to work. For a relationship to work, you need chemistry. You need sexual chemistry. You need to have chemistry in you know, pretty much every aspect for it to work. Now, this is where opposites attract that could 
well, I did read that it's a big sex thing, <laughs> that opposites attract. Um, I am still on the fence about opposites attract. I mean, I 100% believe that opposites attract from purely from my past experiences. But whether or not opposites can... If opposites can succeed, I guess... I don't know if that's the right word to use, but you know what I mean. Like, opposites attract 100%. You know, it's exciting. It's crazy. It's, you know, they're into things that you're not into. And I mean, like, that that sort of thing, I can totally see why that would work. But if you think about it in the long run, if they are so opposite, you know, I struggle to see how it would work I mean obviously if it was to work you would need communication compromise and trust they are the three biggest biggest things if you are in a relationship or you think about starting a relationship with somebody that is literally your polar opposite you need to be able to communicate you need to tell them when you're not happy with something and vice versa, you know, this isn't just the one-sided thing. You need to tell each other when something's wrong. You need to tell each other if you don't agree with something, where your hard lines are. Um, communicating, you need to tell them what you're doing um, and that goes hand-in-hand hand with compromise. You can't have the attitude of, I'm going to do this and you don't have a choice. Or, we're going to do this and you don't have a choice. You know, you you can't... In a normal relationship of two people who are seriously compatible, you've got to compromise anyway. But if you are two complete opposites, there is going to be more compromise. You know, and compromise in the sense that, okay, if you're the type of person that wants to go out and get absolutely slaughtered at the pub, and then your partner is the type of person that just would rather lay in bed and watch a movie, compromise. You know, maybe compromise and see if they want to come out and do what you want to do. But if they don't... And they're hard against that. Compromise on a way that they're going to be happy and so are you. You're going to be able to go out and do what you want to do. But you're not going to stress them the fuck out. And you're not going to be a dickhead about it and say, well, I'm doing it anyway. Um, Compromise is a huge, huge thing. And bigger than that is trust. And that goes for any relationship. You need to trust them. And if they haven't given you a reason not to trust them, trust them. Simple. I mean, obviously, if you don't trust them and you have a bloody good reason not to trust them, then that is something you need to address. That is something that you really need to kind of sit down and have a really big, hard think about why you don't trust them. Because if you don't trust them, why are you in a relationship with them? I believe if you if there's no trust in a relationship, then there should not be a relationship to begin with. But we're talking about opposites here and you need to have trust absolutely 100% need to have trust you need to trust that they are not going to cross your lines they're not going to cross the line themselves you need to trust that if you guys do come to a compromise they are going to um they're going to oh what's the word they're going to pretty much uh, obey is in my head but that is not the word that I'm thinking of um but they're going to do what they said they were going to do um you know, if they agree to do something in the compromise, you're just going to have to trust them to do that and vice versa. Like, it's a huge, huge thing. Um, gosh. So, yeah, 
I want to know what everybody thinks on polar opposites. Again, are you dating someone who is your complete opposite? Have you dated somebody? Do you know people that are? Do you know people that have made it through it? Do you think that it's just plain out not going to work? Because um, I am still on the fence about it. So I would like everybody's opinion. Um, 1st of November, Halloween yesterday. Uh, now, I'm an Australian. We don't really celebrate Halloween like we do, but not as big as America. Um, but as per tradition, I watched Hocus Pocus last night and A Nightmare Before Christmas. That is my very own Halloween tradition every year. So it was a pretty good Halloween for me. And Christmas is next month. Oh, holy moly. Where the hell did this year go? I mean, COVID has pretty much just fucked the whole year. It, this year is just a complete write-off, if you ask me. 2020 did not exist. <laughs> like, oh my god, I have had an absolute roller coaster of a year, as I'm sure a lot of other people have as well. But wow, roller coaster of a year. And it's probably not going to get any easier for the last two months of 2020 either. Um, right, I think, I think that's it for me. Um, there are a few other things that I would like to talk about, but obviously I'm going to have to look into it a bit more. I want to do some research, but I just wanted to check in with everybody, tell you guys that I'm still alive, I'm still kicking, and I still am going to post podcasts. I pretty much have a week off work, so I'm going to knuckle down and figure out some awesome podcast ideas, um, tell you everything that's on my mind, and we'll go from there. Obviously, I want to have Terry on again probably on Tuesday so I am hopefully going to put um, one maybe two more podcasts up tomorrow and then we'll have Terry on Tuesday for Twosome Tuesday um, so yeah I as per usual you do you I hope that everyone is happy and healthy um, and yeah thank you for listening and tune into my next podcast bye